Hello, everybody. Guru and the Wiz. And this is our final podcast. Not for good, but final podcast on team summaries. <laughs> Last and least, the Washington football team. Uh, Wiz and I have spoken uh, pretty candidly about uh, Daniel Snyder's uh, complete and colossal mismanagement of this this whole franchise. Uh, once a storied franchise, but... Uh, Let's see if uh, Ron Rivera can bring him back to prosperity. Wiz, how are you tonight? Doing okay. Let's uh, let's get, let's get right to it. I mean, uh, the quarterbacking situation. I'm not thrilled with either of these quarterbacks. I mean, Haskins was not taken by the you know Rivera coaching staff. Then he made a trade to get Kyle Allen, who I don't think is much of a you know, he is much of an upgrade from Haskins either. If he was to get in there, boy, oh boy, the Redskins have some good skill players, especially, a, you know, wide receiver in McLaurin, who we'll get to, but I kind of feel bad for some of those skill players. They, you know, I, I just am not thrilled with either of that core, you know, e- either of that duo. Do you have anything positive? <laughs> to say uh, from a fantasy football perspective from either of the potential quarterbacks for the Washington football team this year or no? I'm going to go in a crazy direction here. Dare, dare I say, dare I say that Alex Smith has been given clearance to start basically competing uh, and competing for this job. And I, by the way, if anybody has not seen, it's and it's grotesque in parts, but what Alex Smith went through uh, as a result of that horrific injury it was just incredible. Um, but is, is there a chance that Alex Smith could stick his nose in there for this job? Is that I mean, what, a, what a sad statement is when a guy, you know, you're projecting could win the starting job. The guy's going to want to pass in like three seasons. Um, but it, it kind of goes to the quarterback play. Yeah. I mean, if all three quarterbacks are playing and healthy, it, it clearly Alex Smith is the best of those three quarterbacks by by a long shot. I mean, I just, you know, didn't really think of him in the equation. And I'm not sure what that would do to the franchise if you take Haskins with, you know, an early pick like that, and then he gets kind of benched for, you know. But, but they, they, you know, they're not committed to him, this coaching staff. So anything could happen. So if, if Alex Smith were to win that job, would you consider drafting that player? I just, I mean, I, I, I would love the story. Um, I just found at times last year when, when Case Keenan was quarterbacking this team, they were fantasy relevant, uh, and that's all around offensively. And, and I actually think there are a lot of offensive weapons on this team, uh, and, and we're going to talk about them. I think it's an interesting team. I think the problem is the quarterback, but th- there's a part of me that would love to see Alex Smith make a comeback and, and be the quarterback of this team. That, that would be my answer to you. Okay, fair enough. Because um, I don't like the other two. Guys. I don't like the other two guys. <laughs> That's for sure. Alrighty. Uh, so, wow, Adrian Peterson. He's uh, he's not letting um, Darius guys take over that job at all. Huh? He's he's hanging around there, and he's part of that you know running attack. And the Redskins coaching staff wants to be part of that running attack. Running attack. So you got Adrian Peterson. You got um, you got Geish, you got Antonio Gibson. What do you make of that Redskin back? Not Redskin, the Washington football team backfield. What do you make of it? And uh, are you looking to draft any of them? 
actually by count, when I was looking at this depth chart uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was looking at it, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of guys on here. And, and Peterson is, you know, just amazing from, from a physical standpoint. Geis is intriguing. There's no question that Geis is intriguing. That's what I would say there. Um, because uh, he, he had a pretty high yards per carry, but the problem is he hasn't been able to stay on the field. And again, Peterson's not going to get in there for, for, for full allotment. And Peyton Barber, J.D. McKissick, uh, you know, they're on this. I'm intrigued by Antonio Gibson. I'm intrigued by the fact that, you know, Ron Rivera talks about him and says there are a couple of qualities of him that remind him of Christian McCaffrey. We don't know what he is, receiver, running back. You know, we're not really sure. He is probably the most intriguing guy amongst that group. I don't know how he's going to be utilized, but for me, he's the most interesting guy. I would say he'd be a lot more interesting if it wasn't the year that it is where rookie preparation is so much different. But to me, he's the most interesting guy of the group. I think taking a chance on Geis as a third running back or a flex guy in some of these leagues probably makes some sense because he's probably the front runner to actually be the starting running back on this team. And as I said, he had a couple of interesting games last year, but I don't really get excited talking about the group. But but I am excited from a dynasty standpoint. Antonio Gibson excites me. The whole thing seems muddled. It seems muddled to me. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, Gibson is, you know, is is an interesting player. Uh, he has the makings of being, you know, fantasy football relevant uh, if he got in there. But what's his path? Is his path injuries to both Peterson and Geis? Is it he's going to leapfrog them? I mean, what, what's, what's that player's path this upcoming season, do you think? Yeah, it could, you know, it probably is a little slow to start the year unless he's just really wowing them. Um, I, I would say to start the season, he, they're, they're probably he'd be involved more on the gadget side of things, you know, in there, sprinkled in for a few catches and a few runs here and there. Uh, and it probably would take some injuries and a little bit of time spent uh, sowing his oats for him to kind of stick his nose in there on a more consistent basis is what I would say. So in, in terms of drafting, your picking order is Geis first? Or? Yeah, it, it'd be Geis. Peterson wouldn't be in my equation personally. Uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm a naysayer on older running backs. And in a dynasty league, I'm definitely sticking my nose in there for a guy like Antonio Gibson. All right. So if Geis, I mean, what is he? You wouldn't be happy if Geis is one of your top two running backs no. in the draft, right? No. What, third, fourth guy maybe? Yeah, he's a third or fourth guy for me. And I'm probably okay. and I'm probably not comfortable with that either. Yeah, and uh, moving, uh, you know, moving to the wide receiver position, I think the Redskins have a budding star in Terry McLaurin. Um, the problem is, you know, if they had somebody competent throwing him the ball, he could really, really be a top fifteen or twenty receiver. Um, he's very, very good. Um, it's just it's just such a difficult situation when. You, you don't have a quarterback that's that's exceptionally skilled. A lot of the other receivers aren't experienced. It just, it's just hard to believe that defenses are not going to be focused to stop McLaurin, and that's you know really the only thing that could stop that player from from continuing to uh, improve year in year out. So overall, McLaurin is definitely a player. Even with the, whoever was quarterbacking, is a player that you would draft. The question is, how high would you draft that player as a wide receiver two, or given the situation, is it wide receiver three? 
I think it's going to depend. If you told me Alex Smith was the quarterback on this team, I, I would tell you definitively a, a wide receiver too. Even even okay. though he's missed that much football, I, I, just because just because you know a veteran quarterback. Yeah, I, I think McLaurin had better games when Case Keenum was quarterback in the team than than when uh, than when Haskins was quarterbacking the team, despite the yeah. fact that they were teammates. Yeah, fair enough. Um, as far as the supporting cast, Harmon um, is out. Uh, they have Sims, and then they have another player that they drafted, who I'm uh, kind of excited about to see You know what his path is. And I, I think that's become a little bit easier with the injury to Harmon. Uh, you know, Antonio, again, golden um, and wide receiver who's a big receiver um, that can, you know, do different things than the other receivers on the, on the Washington football team. So um, as far as the other two guys, you know, a rookie wide receiver, it's difficult to make an impact. You know, now you're taking the quarterbacking play into consideration. What's your view on the rookie? Sims is a big guy um, that 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 played well in, 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 in spurts. What's your view on the other two guys? Yeah, yeah. See, look, I had Sims. I picked him up late in the season. He, he was really good. He'll probably man the slot for this team. Um I think the fact that this team doesn't have a tremendous um, tight end situation, and you mentioned Gandy Golden. Gandy Golden is going to be a red zone target on this team. I think he's going to be more than that. I'm extremely intrigued with the player. He's, as you mentioned, very physical. He had a great game in the Senior Bowl. Again, coming out of Liberty, it's a tougher situation as a rookie. But I think he's going to start on this team. I think that when they're three wide, it's going to be McLaurin, Sims in the slot, and, and Gandy Golden, and I think Gandy Golden will be used frequently in the red zone because this team doesn't really have a tight end story. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. I, I like him. Uh, I definitely think he's going to be a red zone threat for sure with his height and the way he tracks the ball, um, you know, on those fade routes as well. Um, again, it's just tough to get excited about any of those skilled players with the lack of quarterback play. Um, is there anything you wanted to add about any of the offensive players on this team? By the way, this I'm just looking right now. We're about 10 minutes in on this thing. <laughs> We're almost done with the Redskins. Oh, sorry. We're almost done with the Washington football team. Is there anything else that I want to add? No, I, 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 there is really nothing. Okay, let's talk about the tight ends really quick. There's three of them on the roster. One guy was once a prominent potential in, in fantasy, and that's Richard Rodgers. He's currently slated as number two on the depth chart. Jeremy oh, Richard Rodgers? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Go he, ahead. He's on this Richard roster. Rod Jeremy Sprinkle and Logan Thomas seems like he's been in the NFL for 15 years, but uh, he's on yeah. this roster. I don't have any – I really don't have anything to say. I have nothing to say about their kicker Hopkins. I would say on a normal team – if the offense was better, I'd be really excited about this defense because there are some really tremendous players, including the guy they took number two in the draft. So we're not quite finished yet. Uh, you know, Kerrigan's on this team. Collins is on this team. And obviously Chase Young, as I was just talking about. So, you know, because the offense is going to likely stink, that will not be any help to the defense and them stay on the field a lot. Would you, uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, I, 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 I would definitely agree with that. I just want to say one last thing about the tight ends. If, if you're considering, and boy, oh boy, I hope nobody who's listening to this or any fantasy draft is considering drafting a Redskin tight end on the team. Oh, there's one more. But if you are, you're just better off 
using the Mo system, and the Mo system is just look at all the tight ends that are left, close your eyes, and then go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Just don't draft any of those Redskin tight ends. You know, I actually forgot. You know who's on the roster, too? Is it Randy Moss's kid, Thaddeus. Thaddeus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As well, there's no, there's, there's nobody to draft at that at that position um, that's going to do anything this year. So, Wiz, let me uh, ask you a question. The fact that we spent about eleven minutes on this offense, how would you, how are we going to feel at the end of the year? Are we going to be vindicated or not that this will be probably one of the worst fantasy situations, or could we be surprised? I think I think the one thing that you were about to touch on that you can be surprised is their defense is very, very good. Their defense is going to keep them in a lot of games. They can get after the passer. They can rush the quarterback. I really like the Redskins' defense. If, if you push the Redskins' defense on, like, a competent team's offense, like the Cowboys, I, I would love – I would say I would draft them is you know a top 12 defense that's how much i like that personnel but my goodness you just can't be confident that they're going to keep the ball time of possession that their quarterbacks are not going to make terrible decisions and put their defense in a short field in bad situations so it's just one of those things but i will say this i'll make this prediction that the redskins defense slash special teams will have a couple of starts this year where they will put up big fantasy numbers. If you could find a spot and stream the Redskins defense and pick them up at a few certain points, they're worth picking up because their defense is really, really good. You just got to find them in a spot where they're playing also a pretty poor team. So that's what I have to say about that. But definitely agree about the talent on that defense is, is, is strong. Yep. Yep. All right, so uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, just a couple of quick thoughts and, and, and kind of where we're headed direction-wise. So, you know, Wiz and I were talking. You know, we're going to get very in-depth with, with each and every position um, that, you know, we're going to be talking about. We're going to try to do a couple of sample mock drafts. we we got a lot of interesting things. We want people to listen. We want people to email us, guruandwiz at, at, at gmail.com for suggestions. But... Look, we fully expect football to be played in 2020, um, despite the challenges that remain. And there may be some some new policies put in place. You know, we're learning a lot from baseball right now. But Wiz and I are getting excited for football. That's that's what we're going to try and do. And that's what we're here to do each and every time that we get on this podcast to discuss. So those are my final thoughts uh, upon finishing up the last of the team summaries. Wiz, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed doing it, but now, you know, we're going to cut to the chase and we're going to get into position rankings and talking about, you know, specific players and um, and it'll, it'll be, you know, it'll be easier to do as it gets closer and closer to the season. Um, you know, it, it, you know, to, to have done this beforehand wouldn't have made any sense because then you have to, you know, start re-ranking a lot of players, especially with that Kansas City backfield. So we're trying to, you know, see exactly what happens, who opts out, what it looks like, and then we're going to get into the uh, position specific. And, uh, yeah, I think it will be very, very helpful. Everyone that is listening to this will be prepared. And I know on the down low, we have a lot of guys in our league who listen to this uh, podcast as well. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, I'm sure they're learning something as well, considered their, especially when you consider their horrific records over the years. 
Yeah, there's some. Uh, there's guys I know that are not preparing. Uh, there's guys I know that think there's going to be no football this year. Should we name any? I, in fact, I, I, I'm seeing. Yeah, I don't, we, we don't have to go. Let them, you know, whatever it is. It is what it is. We'll, you know, if there's no football, there's no football. What's been lost? But if there is football and you have not been paying attention, you are, this is the year that it's really going to matter the most. So um, a lot of things going on and. Uh, just, just stick with us, and um, you know we're, we're definitely going to be uh, helping everyone as it gets closer to the season. Eloquent as usual, Wiz. Eloquent as usual. So I, uh, I've had a good time doing the team summaries, but I'm excited to start getting into the nitty gritty because preparation is what it's all about. So I will wish you a happy Friday evening, and we'll be seeing you in a it's couple. Of- I wanted to say one last thing before we go is along with the team, you know the player rankings is, you know, we're going to talk about this COVID-19 and we're going to talk about what we're doing in our league and suggestions for your league, um, the best way to, to, to go about this and and, uh, and try and run the league in a proper way with stuff that potentially could happen on Sundays uh, with COVID-19 players testing positive. So we're going to go over that as well, which is going to be a very, very important part because I, I have a feeling that a lot of leagues are not prepared for what's coming. Fantastic. All right, good stuff. Well said again. Have a good night. Yep, you as well.